program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from absolutely gorgeous Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm delighted to have you with me today. Take a look at the self-improvement blog. Up in the featured section, you're going to find two articles about body image. It's interesting that I received two in the same week. One is called The Myth of the Perfect Body. Um, Very interesting article. And one I received yesterday that really moved me. The title of it is How Overcoming Body Image Issues Has Helped My Career. The picture of the author is on the page, and she is really quite beautiful. She's a recording artist in L.A., and when you see her, you'll wonder why anybody ever thought she was overweight. But they did, and they insisted that she needed to lose weight to have a successful career, go figure. No wonder our young women are having so much trouble with body image and no wonder the occurrence of bulimia and anorexia continue to spiral upward. We're going to talk more about that in a moment. In fact, we're going to spend a lot of time on this today because I think it's it's ever-increasing in importance. A little bit about last week's show, though. I've had more emails from last week's show on e-cigarettes, electronic cigarettes, than any show I've ever had in the three years that I've done the self-improvement show. Um, The owners of La had all kinds of email, too. I don't know whether that's because so many people want to know about e-cigarettes or whether there's so many smokers who really want to get off of tobacco cigarettes Or whether people are just curious, I don't know, but there was a lot of mail. So the people at at, at Le Sig put together an e-book with the facts that you've been asking about, all the facts, you know, about e-cigarettes that probably will answer most of your questions. And and if they don't, you can contact them at e-cig. You can find it at www.lesig.com. It's L E. C-I-G 
dot com. You know, when you get there, click on the blog tab and you'll see a banner for the ebook. Or you can go to the self-improvement blog, look in the right-hand column and you'll see a banner for the ebook. It's free. It's very good. It's thorough. Um, I thank them for that because I really couldn't quite get to all the answers of the questions. Um, so take a look. You know, I knew this was a hot topic. You know, no pun here about cigarettes. I knew it was a hot topic, but I didn't know it was this hot. Um, we might have to have another show about it. Take a look. If you smoke or you know somebody who smokes, um, send them to this free ebook. It could be really rewarding to your health and to your pocketbook. No kidding. I, I don't work for this company. I'm not in, you know, involved. I just think that this is an important um, contribution to health. Now, it's, it's been a long time since we just had a chance to chat, you and me. I want to talk about a number of things today. What I said on the e-card we were going to talk about is decluttering your mind and your house. And we were going to talk about a uh, do-it-yourself at home addiction program. We're going to have the head of this program on in just a few weeks. So we're going to skip that for today. We were going to talk a little bit about planning ahead for the holidays, and it's really time to start thinking about this unless you want to get in that last-minute crush crunch of all the advertising and all the stuff that comes at you. you know, I want to talk about some really great books out there. I want to talk about the importance of pets. Um, but with the articles on self-image that I received this week for the blog, I really would like to focus on that. And if I hit a nerve, uh, if I say something that you really want to talk about more, just give me a call, and that number is 1-888-346-9141. A few words about self-improvement to start with. Please pay attention. Some people seem to think that if you're working on self-improvement issues that you want to be perfect. You're striving for perfection. And that's not true. It's not anything to do with perfection. Self-improvement is about you being happy with you. You being happy with you. Not everybody else being happy with you, but you being happy with you. It's about learning to live with the criticism of others and not letting it affect how much you like yourself. For some people, it's a lifelong endeavor, but it can be done. Some people don't need it. But if you hear yourself saying things like, oh, what's the matter with me? Or, you know, what's wrong with me? I'll probably screw it up. I'm not as good as, fill in the blank here, I'm not as good as, I can't, I shouldn't, I should. If you hear yourself saying those things or thinking those things, take a little time out to reflect on your own strengths, your goals, what you want in life. What makes you happy? What does make you happy? Think about it. What makes you laugh? 
And if all else fails and you can't get rid of those negative thoughts about yourself, go out and do something nice for somebody. You know, that always helps and you'll come back feeling better about yourself. If you don't have anything to work on, that's fantastic. Just go out and enjoy your life. That's what we're supposed to be doing here. The wonderful Sufi poet Rumi said, life is meant for its own joy. The soul is is here for its own joy. I misquoted it wrong. The soul is here for its own joy. You know, so think about where your joy comes from and go out and grab some more of it. A former guest on this show, Mark Bonass, has a new website. Uh, he just sent me an email about it this morning. I urge you to go to it. It's called www.lifechangetherevolution.com. It's not about political revolution. It's about inner revolution, self-revolution. LifeChangeTheRevolution.com He posted an article today titled, Three Ways to Embrace the Imperfect You. This Week I Messed Up. It's a great article and very much worth reading. His new website is very much worth visiting, so I urge you to go there. I have his permission to post this article on the Self-Improvement blog, and I will do that tomorrow. So if you don't get to his website, go to the Self-Improvement blog and be sure to read it, especially if you if you work with any of these I'm not good enough kind of issues. It's a good article. His work is solid. You can trust it. Um, He's always interesting, and he's always fun. And I think fun is incredibly important in this life. Uh, I recommend his site. Um, I hope you go to it. But today I really want to talk to you about this whole body image thing. We're going to be having a whole show on it in December, and, um, and that's important. I have a great guest lined up for that show, but I, I, th- I think we need to take a look about it. The article by Naomi Mercer really pulled my chain. This beautiful woman was made to feel less than, not suitable, not good enough. At least she wasn't good enough for Hollywood because she, because she wasn't the right dress size. She wore bigger than a size two or whatever. I don't know what their recent size is. I know they've recently gone into new sizes that are like in the minus zero range. Um, you know, think about what's happening here. You know, my question, my first question is, why do we all need to look the same? You know, who is the arbiter of what constitutes the perfect human body? Is it true that you can't be too rich or too thin? I like the rich part, um, but the thin part, not so much. Who made the media the final judge of what is and what is not beautiful? And, And the other question, why aren't we as concerned about our health as we are about our size? You know, there are no two people on the planet 
who are identical. Even identical twins aren't 100% identical. We all know this, but somehow it just doesn't keep a permanent place in our mind. We are different. We are each special. We are each beautiful in our own way. And sometimes when we get excruciatingly thin, the beauty is not there. We just don't realize it. The media says we have to be thin, almost paper thin. And for some reason, we never really believe that being healthy can keep us thin enough. We, we lose our focus there. Young girls and young women especially buy into it. And some of them literally never recover. Their bodies are unhealthy, out of balance, and wasting away. And we're going to talk more about this in a moment right now. We're going to go to break. This is Irene Common. We're talking about body image, and we'll be right back with more of the Self-Improvement Show. Stay tuned. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and today I'm having my little rant about body image. I think it's such a critical topic these days, especially for teens. You know, this morning I watched GMA, Good Morning America, which I do almost every morning. They had a little mini fashion show. The clothes were absolutely beautiful and actually affordable. The models were so thin that when you looked at a profile, their, their, the trunk of their body, the core of their body didn't look much thicker than their arm, and their arm was very thin. I don't know when I've ever seen models this thin uh, on the runway sometimes, yes, but all of them. I don't know what size they were, probably a a double minus zero or something if there is such a size. They did not look healthy. They had a lot of makeup on, so, you know, their faces were really quite pretty. But, you know, I don't know what would have happened if a really strong wind had come along, and I'm serious about that. That is not a joke. And my nurse's mind went to, oh, my gosh, what, how's their immune systems? You know, how are their, how are their organs functioning when they have no padding, nothing? You know, they're, they're literally skin and bones. And this is what the media is portraying to us, to young women, as beautiful. Um, you know, it's, it's really getting out of control. I know statistics are boring. They're boring to me most of the time. But pay attention to some of these facts and figures. And as you listen, keep your children or grandchildren in mind. You know, your, your school children, if you have, if you're a teacher, keep, keep this in mind. In the United States, up to 24 million people of all ages and genders suffer from an eating disorder anorexia, bulimia, or binge eating. Eating disorders have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. There's two big things here. Eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, binging, rank as mental illness. It's not just a physical problem. It's a mental illness illness and and of all the mental illnesses this has the highest mortality rate now that's really significant many people now every year die from eating disorders now this one just this one really is frightening to me 95% of those who have eating disorders are between the ages of 12 and 26, 12 years old, that's a little kid. And many, many of these children already have eating disorders. Anorexia is the third most common chronic illness among adolescents. Adolescents, that's a time when you're really trying to figure out who you are, what you want to do, you know, what your strengths are, 
where you're going, what you want out of life. It's a time that you're testing, testing all kinds of things. And evidently now our adolescents are so hung up on what size they are, what their body image is, that you know, this is the third most common illness. Now, this one is another biggie. The mortality rate, the death rate associated with anorexia is 12 times higher than the death rate associated with all causes of death of girls or women 15 to 24 years old. I mean, that, that to me is absolutely astonishing. Over half of our teenage girls and nearly a third of our teenage boys use unhealthy weight control behaviors so they can look like somebody in the magazines or on TV. And these behaviors include skipping meals, fasting, smoking cigarettes, vomiting, and taking laxatives so they can be thinner, so they don't put on any weight. And, and I, I would guess that most of you have seen the picture of the emaciated girl looking in a full-length mirror, and the image that she sees is a fat girl. All of these kids and young men and women see themselves as overweight, regardless of, you know, what, how much weight they really have, how much fat they really have on their body. They can be skin and bones, and yet when they look in the mirror, they truly, truly see themselves as fat, and fat is not okay for a lot of reasons, and we're going to talk about some of those later. The body type portrayed in advertising as the ideal is possessed naturally by only 5% of females. So the body image that the media is portraying to us is natural for 5%. What about the other 95%? What is their natural body shape? Now, we all come with a sort of a predisposed body shape, but everybody wants to be like that 5% that's very, very thin. I have a son who is extremely thin. Um, he can eat all day long, every day, and never gain an ounce of weight. He's down in that 5%. Um, but most people are not. Listen to this one. 47% of the girls in the 5th to 12th grade reported wanting to lose weight because of magazine pictures. They look at the magazines, they identify with those pictures, and they want to look like that. 69% of the girls in the 5th to 12th grade reported that magazine pictures influenced their idea of a perfect body shape. So 47% want to lose weight because of magazine pictures. 69% think that the pictures in the magazine are what they're supposed to look like. Whether they do or not, that's what they think you're supposed to look like. Now, this one absolutely 
blows me away. I, I really had to read this several times before I could wrap my mind around it. 42% of first to third grade girls want to be thinner. This is six to nine-year-old little girls. They're little girls. They shouldn't have to be worried about whether they're fat or thin. Their mothers should be giving them nutritious meals, and they should be having all kinds of fun running and playing outside. So they had good, healthy, strong bodies and not looking in the mirror and wishing they were thinner. First grade. I mean, I, I can't even imagine my little girl in first grade thinking she needed to go on a diet or, you know, wanting to be thinner. 81% of 10-year-olds, they're still little children, are afraid of being fat. Hey, we got a problem here. 20% of the people suffering from anorexia Anorexia. 20% of people suffering from anorexia will die prematurely from complications related to their eating disorder, including suicide and heart problems. Now, most people, you know, the, the statistics are really skewed on the number of people who die from anorexia, otherwise known as starvation. Uh, because the cause of death is usually listed as heart failure, organ failure, malnutrition, or suicide. Well, malnutrition will cover it, but they may not be identified as anorexic. Um, I mean, that's big-time stuff. 20% of people with anorexia will die of heart failure, organ failure, malnutrition, or suicide. What are we doing to our children? You know, anorexia is when you just don't eat. Bulimia is when you eat and then make yourself vomited up. Um, both of them are very bad. Bulimia is extremely stressful on your body. Um, it's it's something we really need to look at. And the media needs to begin to take some responsibility. I know there are some people in the modeling industry who are very concerned about the thinness, the emaciation, actually, of their models. I love Tyra Banks for speaking out about it. Um, but that something really has to be done because... It, it, it almost borders on on murder by diet. I, it's, and if you want to get mad at me for saying that, that's fine. Be as mad as you need to be. Now, we're going to look at the flip side of it. We're going to look at obesity as well because obesity creates a very difficult um, body image to deal with. Uh, body mass index is basically the measurement of how much an individual body's weight departs from what's normal, uh, what, what's desirable for a person of his or her height. We've all seen these tables telling you how much you need to weigh if you're a certain height, a certain inch, a, a certain age, um, and all of these things. A normal Healthy weight, they say, has 18.5 to 25 um, body 
inde- body index measurements, uh, 18.5 to 25, anything under that is too thin, anything over that is too fat. They really don't take into consideration all the other things that uh, impinge on your weight. A lot of things do. Some people can look very thin at a heavier weight. Some people can look very fat at a lower weight. Uh, A lot of it depends on your body makeup. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about obesity, but right now we're going to go to break. So this is, you know, time to go take a look at the self-improvement blog. We'll be right back, so stay tuned. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader and creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. Today we're talking about body image. We've been talking about eating disorders, um, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating. Um, being severely underweight and 
what it's doing to our young girls, our young women. Um, the body image that they struggle for is to be extremely thin. We have the saying, you can't be too rich or too thin. Um, I, I totally love the I can't be too rich, but the too thin, and that's another thing. And now we're talking about obesity. Now, more than two-thirds of adults, two-thirds are considered to be overweight. Um, overweight, it, with overweight, you have a body mass index from 25 to 30. You're 25 to 30 percent fat. More than one-third of adults are considered to be obese. Now, if you have a a, um, body mass index of 30 to 35, you're considered obese. Over that, you go up into the severely obese and very severely obese if you get over 40 body mass index. Now, and those numbers are probably about as reliable as you can get because to get an accurate reading, you'd have to do all kinds of other tests to get there. But you know what I mean. Now, among young people ages, listen to 2 to 19, two, ages 2 to 19, one out of three are considered to be either overweight and one out of six are considered to be obese so you know i don't know where the middle is we have a lot of kids who are severely underweight we have a lot of kids who are seriously overweight uh, I, I really would and I, and you look at them getting off the bus and you see all these wonderful looking kids so you know i i don't want to say that every kid in the country has a problem because they don't weight issues are extremely complex as are the, um, the eating disorders. They're incredibly complex to deal with. Uh, and weight issues are incredibly complex to deal with. Um, they are not simply a matter of eating less and exercising more. Those two things certainly help. Um, but helping somebody with with a weight loss or with an obesity problem involves every aspect of the human being and 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 it affects every facet of their life so you really have to be holistic when you approach a weight loss program 35% of normal dieters those are those without an eating disorder progress to pathological dieting. It becomes an obsession to diet. 95% of all dieters are going to regain their lost weight within five years. So it's a yo-yo kind of thing, and it's extremely hard on the human body. The weight loss industry is just burgeoning. It rakes in over $20 billion every year. Most of them don't work because in weight loss, excuse the pun, one size does not fit all. Um, and some people just want to make the money. They really don't care if people lose the weight. And so we see all kinds of diet pills coming out, exercise programs coming out, um, gimmicks coming out uh, that really don't help. 
you see programs like The Biggest Loser and Extreme Makeover Weight Loss, no, Weight Loss Edition, I think it's called. Um, and these people lose a lot of weight in a very short period of time. And with The Biggest Loser, they have some decent follow-up and not not all of them put back on the weight, but I'm sure that they have some degree of struggle because it's it's a long-term problem and they need to get at the bottom of it. You know, why isn't the metab- your metabolism burning off more? Um, you know, I have a weight problem so I can speak to this um, as one who's experiencing it. In in the early 90s, I had chronic fatigue. I, I was diagnosed as having the chronic fatigue syndrome. I went from a size 4 to a 24 without changing what I ate, and I ate very, very carefully. It didn't matter what I ate for a period of quite a few months. I gained 2 pounds every week with with the same food intake that had kept me at a size four. Um, It was really quite disturbing. And after all of these years of dieting and dieting and dieting and dieting, doing all kinds of crazy things to try to lose the weight and keep it off, I finally decided that I would just go for better health. And I've been working in the past year to be healthy, and you know what? That seems to be working better than anything else I've done. So, you know, uh, our minds are very powerful. They can help us. They can help us into health. They can help us into disease. They can help us into weight loss. They can help us into weight gain. They can help us with our body image. The one really tough thing about being overweight is how judgmental people are of people who are overweight. People who are overweight, regardless of what happened, regardless of what the issue is, they're viewed as lazy, maybe gluttonous, um, totally weak-willed, and on and on and on. And they experience a tremendous amount of pain, uh, emotional pain, you know, they feel unaccepted, ungainly, uh, all of the uns that you can think of that you've talked about for somebody. And they hear people all the time saying, you know, why, why don't you lose weight? Why don't you take care of this problem? And sometimes they can't. Uh, with the best diets out there and the best care from a doctor that there is to get, they can't do it. Um, until the doctor can find the root cause of the problem, um, it's not going to change. So both the seriously underweight and the seriously overweight have health problems, and they both have self-image problems. And I don't know which is worse the the one who sees themselves fat even though they're thin and they try to get thinner are the ones who look in the mirror and see that they're just extremely overweight and think, oh, nobody could possibly love me. Now, it's, it's bad either way you go. So what do we do about it? Um, for one thing, we need to learn more about 
our metabolism, our bodies, our weight gain, our weight loss. Um, we don't know. You know, last year, one thing was the thing you needed to eat more of, and this year, it's the thing that you don't want to eat any of. Science certainly hasn't given us the answers, and we've had low-fat diets and high-fat diets and low-protein diets and high-protein diets, low-carb, high-carb. One year they're in, the next year they're out. It's a very difficult row to hoe. We need to realize that we are not our weight. We are not our body size. We are valuable, unique human beings who have a physical challenge. You as you, the the part of you that makes you you, is worthy just the way you are. We need to examine our values as a society. What's more important, health and happiness or glamour and sexiness? Now, what is sexy anyway? Can radiant, glowing, good health be seen as sexy? I would think so, but then I'm a little biased here. Uh, We need to take a look at the beauty pageants for tots and what it does to them over the long haul. What happens to these children after they're paraded out there with makeup of a, well, we won't say what I think, uh, with all that makeup on and all these dresses and, and made to strut and you know, think that that's what makes her beautiful. Uh, we need to examine our idea of beauty. Is beauty more important than character? And is beauty more important than health? If we put as much time into developing the character and the health of our children, I have to believe that they would indeed be beautiful, physically beautiful. Um, We need to become more aware of our eating habits, the quality of our food, the amounts of food we consume. There's a wonderful program uh, called My Fitness Pal that's free and lets you trace uh, um, lets you keep tra- track of all your calories and all the nutrients in the food that you eat. Great program, My Fitness Pal. Take a look at it. You know, the people who are insisting on organic food and railing against genetically modified food might be just, you know, they might be right, so we might need to pay attention to them. You know, if your food comes in a box... It probably has stuff that you wouldn't eat if you knew about it or if you could even pronounce the stuff that's in it. Um, Most of these foods pack in the pounds, so start reading labels. We need to put emphasis on exercise for everybody in school. Now, what I'm about to say is heresy. I'm going to say it anyway. Perhaps they can make cuts in the football programs to make a high-quality, interesting, effective, and fun PE class available for all students from K through 12. Get them moving. It clears their mind. It gets feel-good hormones released into their system. It helps maintain a normal weight, makes them feel better. You know, kids need to grow up understanding and enjoying physical 
activity. So I want you to think about that and get over your anger um, that you might have felt by my saying, let's cut into that football program so we can get our all of our kids a little healthier. It's time for us to go to break, so we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We've been talking about eating disorders, and I've been on my little rant, and I've been talking about some of the things we can do. And one of the things that we can do is send our kids outside to play. You know, reserve computer time and electronic games until they've been engaged in some outside play, tough play. Uh, and that's easier said than done. I know that you almost have to pry them off their electronic devices. You know, sit down with your kids and talk about those waifs in the magazines that wear size minus zero. You know, push health. If you have to start, stop bringing the magazines into the house. If you won't take time to talk to your child about health and realistic body sizes, then, you know, don't let them get all wrapped up in it. You know, maybe you could write letters to the editors of some of these magazines um, that have such unhealthy looking models. You know, if they lose revenue, they're going to pay more attention. Uh, and this may be too late with Obamacare looming right on the horizon, but if we could begin to have health care and 
health awareness instead of the sick care that we have now, much of this could be avoided. Prevention is far better than cure. If we don't get sick in the first place, isn't that better? And prevention and good health comes with getting proper nourishment, proper types and amounts of regular exercise, fresh air, a full night's sleep, positive thinking, and a lot of laughter. And this goes for adults as well as for children. We all need these. You know, I had this thought while I was getting ready for this show. If we had to go back to caveman days with our contemporary bodies, the lions would probably win. Enough said, rant over. I want to talk a little bit about decluttering your life. I really had planned to spend a lot of time on this. Um, Betsy and Warren Talbot have been on the show a few times, a couple times. They're the ones who sold everything they had. They quit their corporate jobs and they're traveling around the world. Uh, they're getting ready now to backpack hike through Turkey uh, and who knows where else. Um, they're just having an amazingly wonderful time. You know, they freed themselves from all their clutter and now there's nothing that holds them back from from realizing their dream. And they have developed a declutter clinic that's really wonderful. And I wanted to talk more about that. I'm evaluating it for them, and I'm on the third week. It's wonderful. It's multimedia. They have all kinds of interesting things, all kinds of wonderful hints. You know, at the end of the first session, they show you how to sell enough stuff to pay for the course. You know, it's... It's charming. It's it's great. You can find it if you look at the self improvement blog over in the in the right sidebar. You'll see a cl- uh, a thing that will take you to the declutter clinic. I haven't seen anything else quite like this. And if you've heard the Talbots on this show before, you know that everything they do is first class. So I really recommend that, and I wanted to talk about decluttering your mind as well as decluttering your house. We'll we'll do that, but it, it won't be tonight. I want to, today. I want to say a little bit about pets. Um, pets are just wonderful. I have a, a dog who runs my life. You know, uh, but I learned some things about pets that I didn't know. A lot of people don't have pets because they think they'll they'll have allergies. But some studies have shown that kids growing up in a home with, quote, unquote, furred animals, furred animals, cats, dogs, farm animals, if if you're on a farm, will have less risk of allergies and asthma. I think that's absolutely fascinating. Um, There was a study recently done that analyzed the blood of babies immediately after birth and a year later. And those that had pets in the home um, had far less allergies and reactions to the environment than kids in homes with no pets. We all kind of cringe when we see a dog giving a big slobbery kiss to a tiny baby. Well, you know, the dog loves it, the baby loves it, and we can relax. Um, maybe that's really good for the kids. You know, um, also, kids in, in homes with pets had less 
likely, less likelihood to get eczema than other kids. Um, they certainly had a lot of fun with the, with the pet. And so do senior citizens. You know, senior citizens thrive with pets. There are some who don't like anybody, don't like people or pets. So, you know, they'll have to be excused. But, you know, pets get people, old people walking. They get them interacting with another living thing. Um, they give them love. They receive love. It's a wonderful thing. And for those of you who are young, um, pets can be date magnets. No kidding. You know, when you take your dog for a walk, I've never seen many cats on a leash, but if you take your dog for a walk, you know, people will stop and talk to you. When I take Smarty out for a walk, we talk with just about everybody up the neighborhood. And when I just go out for a walk by myself, you know, people don't pay any attention to me. When Smarty was a puppy, everybody came out to pet him. So, you know, if you're wanting to meet somebody, get a puppy and go out walking, a walk through the park or a walk in your neighborhood or a walk almost any place will um, help you meet people. And wouldn't it be fun to meet somebody lovely who also loved your dog or cat or whatever it is you have? I have never seen an iguana on a leash, but I don't know that that's totally uh, out of line. You know, walking a dog or just caring for a pet helps a lot of people, especially those who are alone. Uh, one insurance company, in fact, it's Midland Life Insurance Company of Columbus, Ohio, asks all their people, all their clients who are over 75, if they have a pet. That's part of their medical screening because pet owners are far less likely to suffer from depression from those who don't have pets. Uh, one study found that stockbrokers with high blood pressure who adopted a cat or dog had lower blood pressure readings in stressful situations than people without pets. Now, isn't that wonderful news? Um, if you play with your dog or your cat, you're, you know, you you have elevated levels of serotonin and dopamine which are neurotransmitters that are the feel-good juice. You know, they're the ones that make you feel really good. You know, I met a lady yesterday who breeds golden retrievers and Labrador retrievers and trains them to be assistance dogs. And I'm going to get to go over when they have new litters and play with the puppies. I think that's great news. Um, What fun it's been ranting with you today. Next week's guest is Allison Kay. She's also a host with Voice America on the Seventh Wave channel. Uh, she asks the question in her book, What If Nothing's Wrong? Um, this question, we're feeling restless, less happy, more stressed these days. But what if nothing's wrong? Now, what if nothing's wrong? Maybe we're just changing and growing and stretching and we're not aware of that. I thank you for being with me today and letting me rant with you. I ask you to come back again next week and listen as we talk to Allison Kay and 
I thank you for being a part of the Sales Self-Improvement Blog. (laughs) I can't even talk today. The Self-Improvement Show, I'll see you again next week. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.